Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Sports Show brought to you by thesports.com. My name is Jim Parsons. Here, as always, with Norman Quarantin, who we believe is going to AEW Dynamite tonight as we record this. He's going to go check that show out, which could be a very big show. Um, Norman, how you doing? I'm good, man. Excited. Excited for some for some wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Some, I mean, yeah. if the tag team partner of Sarai turns out to still be Tony Storm, will you be disappointed or do you care either way? Um, I think I'll have a good time either way. Obviously, that I don't think the uh, my enjoyment is... is that you know dependent on uh mercedes monet showing up but it would be very cool if she did but um yeah i'm uh looking forward to it nonetheless i think the the best of seven series final match uh should be very entertaining although i do think the i don't know i'm sure you're the same i'm kind of shocked that they went all the way to seven matches with that you know all the matches have been good but um kind of i don't know i kind of stopped caring about that feud now it's just been too i thought i think i we might mention this on the podcast i can't remember uh i thought it would have been cool if they did if they had just had death triangle win four in a row and then that was the end of it you know but yeah i think you said something about that early on and that is the challenge when you have i have never i mean there's probably some really old school rivalries and feuds way back in the day when they went best of seven series the best i can remember is booker t and chris benoit uh, that was really, really strong in WCW. But you run the risk anytime you have that many matches between two opponents that there's no way of keeping that fresh, right? Yeah. And there's been so much news and so many things happening in the wrestling world in between these matches. And to me, the biggest part of the the hugest downfall at the beginning was the way the teams were winning. Like it was like a foreign object here or a, a what was they what were they using at first? In the first two matches, they like when they were knocking people lead, out with something. Lead pipe or something. Yeah, like lead that, pipe. Right? That yeah. was the deal. And mm-hmm. so I was like, seriously, this is how these are all going to go. And no, it got better. But 
then you sort of like, you got a sour taste early on. So I was kind of like, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I had thought at first that it, we might get a good idea of where the elite was at standing wise in AEW based on the results of this, but that seems to be far in the rear view mirror now. Right. And I think the mistake they made as well was they, you know, it got to a certain number of matches and then they announced that the remaining match, they announced the stipulation for the remaining matches, which immediately I think, so as soon as they did that, we were all like, okay, well, we know it's going to seven matches now. Right. So, you know, uh, yeah. kind of not, not yeah, wasn't, wasn't sense. booked super, super well, but you know, they're two very entertaining teams who, you know, the matches have all been pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, a bit of a, it just, I don't know, it kind of was a bit um, audacious of the elite, you know, because we know Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are, you know, part, they're, you know, they're, they're EVPs of the company. Um, audacious of them to assume that everyone wants to watch them wrestle the same match seven times, but yeah, yeah. I hope. Luckily, it's the end of it now, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, hopefully, you enjoy the show. If Mercedes Monet does show up, and there is some talk that that could happen, uh, we don't know how realistic that is, but we'll find out tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll get a chance to talk about it on the next recording, uh, for sure. But we have, and we'd be crazy not to talk about it today. We have really big news that has been sort of dropping here over the last 24 to 48, even 72 hours in WWE. Uh, We had talked about this on the last show uh, about Vince McMahon wanting to come back. And we news had broken while we were recording that show that he did in fact return to WWE and had voted himself in with his shares as the executive chairman. Since we recorded that show, we've now learned that Stephanie McMahon has officially resigned as co-CEO of WWE, leaving Nick Khan as the sole CEO of WWE. Vince McMahon has been unanimously voted in as the executive chairman. And then there was all sorts of news that WWE, the big bomb that was going to drop here was that it was going to be sold. And there wasn't, wasn't sure who was buying it, but there was a ton of rumors that bought buyers from the Saudi government were in on this. And some people were reporting it was done, even though we don't have confirmation of that. And now reports today suggest, no, it isn't done. And a lot of people are saying, no, this is going to be something that if it's sold, takes a while to do so. Uh, so people were just jumping the gun on that report. But there's just been a lot going on here the last couple of days. So where do you want to start? Do you want to you didn't really get a chance on the last show to talk about the Vince McMahon stuff. I mean, we did yeah. a little bit and yeah. I, I filled in some of the gaps in terms of what actually happened there. But what's your immediate reaction to knowing now officially that Vince McMahon is back in WWE? Mm. I mean, I think it's very um, ill-advised and unnecessary. I mean, there's all kinds of... I I think ultimately it's a negative for WWE. Um, I don't think that for all... You know, I don't think that he needs to be there. I think that there are people there that are able to do whatever it is he can do. I think there are people there that can also do that. Um, I don't, you know, I think, you know, maybe he has some relationships with um, other people and, and, you know, in TV, you know, um, I mean, we know, we know that he does obviously, Um, but, you know, he doesn't need to be on the board to, you know, he's still, he can still make phone calls from, from his, from his home. Uh, Yeah. I just feel like it's a little bit ill-advised and a bit unnecessary. I think it speaks to the man's ego. We know that he's a maniacal billionaire on you know on screen but it seems that he i mean this is no secret that he's also that off screen um i think he thinks he's invincible as well in a way um you know he's expecting the whole i mean in a way you know wwe did their investigation and it doesn't seem that anything's really come of that um 
he maybe maybe he proved that it was his personal finances he was using for for some of these um you know illicit payments uh and not the company's money uh but yeah it just i think he's you know i think ever since he he you know defeated the u.s government in the steroid trial he's thought he was basically invincible uh yeah just the whole thing's just kind of kind of silly to me i don't really think he needs to be there i think you know, I think ultimately they were doing fine without him. And there, I I feel like it was probably quite refreshing to a lot of people there. And uh, him coming back, it seems, you know, I don't know how much longer it's going to be until he's until he makes himself head of creative again. But um, yeah, it's just not doesn't seem smart, doesn't seem like the best move from my my point of view. But like, you know, he could be there He's if he's there to facilitate a sale. Uh, then maybe he won't be there much longer. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, when it first fell down that he was coming back and he was bringing two people with him, George Berrios, and I think it's Michelle Thompson, um, he had to get them all three on the board together. I was like, okay, well, who's going to step away? Like, mm. you got to have three people voluntarily leave or be removed. And I thought, well, that's going to be difficult. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, the three people who left left almost immediately. And then right away, Stephanie McMahon resigned which I was really surprised by. Now, maybe if you trace back to what had happened with her past leave and maybe, I don't know if it had nothing to, something to do with not getting along with Vince or just not wanting to be there if he was running the show or whatever the case might be. But she left and didn't just take another leave. She announced that she was offering her, attending her resignation and she was no longer the co-CEO, which was really, has downed a lot of people because, there's a lot of supporters of Stephanie McMahon who really respect and appreciate her. A lot of the females on the roster, especially who have kind of made her a mentor of theirs, uh, really are saddened to learn that she's not going to be around uh, anymore and she's taking a leave. And of course, people now not not just Stephanie that people are wondering, well, what happens with Triple H now? Right. Like if Stephanie has immediately left and gone, OK, well, this didn't take long for her to go. I'm mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Which led, of course, to all the speculation with the Saudi stuff. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, what are you thinking about Stephanie parting ways? Like, is that as big a blow? Because when if you look back at when she was taking her first leave, we didn't really look at that and go, okay, well, this is huge. Like, it's big, but it's not like, oh my God, what's going to happen to WWE? But the second she did it this time and didn't just take a leave, but she left. Now everybody's like, wow, this is really, really big. So mm-hmm. are you under the same kind of thinking there that this is kind of a really big deal that Stephanie McMahon has stepped away and there's really only one person in the company now, and that might be Triple H, who's there thinking other things beyond what Vince McMahon thinks about. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, tough one because yeah, we don't know. We, we you know we don't really have a lot of details, but you know beyond the fact that she has left. Um, yeah, that you know what you said about her. She went on. She went on leave earlier, so perhaps she just wants to take a step away perhaps she was waiting for this moment perhaps she knew this moment was going to always knew this moment was going to come but then there's also you know it's she could have potentially um there could be some bad blood there she could not she could sort of protest it could be like a protest uh parting of ways uh she could not you know, maybe she's not happy with with her father coming back in sort of forcing his way back into the company um yeah and i think it's i i mean I think it is probably a, a bit of a blow. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure how far from the tree the apple fell with Stephanie. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't think that she's, uh, you know, uh, in, entirely morally 
pure just because she's not her dad but um she's you know she's younger and she's she's female and and she's certainly a very savvy business person um so i i think ultimately she probably was an asset to that boardroom and and i'm sure they will you know notice her absence but you know who knows what's going to happen she could be back there in a couple weeks with the way things are going um yeah certainly interesting interesting times yeah well the thing that strikes me is that I've always been watching kind of closely is I remember back when he did that interview with Pat McAfee and he talked about how his kids, you know, and no, on certain terms, he called them both disappointments. Like as if yeah. they hadn't lived up to the expectations that he was hoping they would in terms of taking over and running things as effectively or better than he would have. And so that mm-hmm. was kind of disappointing for him. And mm-hmm. then she sort of took that leave and then they wrote a letter uh, in December. So two weeks ago to the board saying it's a terrible idea. if Vince McMahon comes back. Yeah. Right. So this is literally two weeks ago that they Mm -hmm. wrote this letter, and now he was unanimously voted back in as executive chairman. And it's almost like everybody in WWE is like, "Yeah, it's really not that big a deal. Eh, It might Mm -hmm. be good if it's McMahon is back here." I can't imagine Stephanie's thinking the same thing. She's probably Mm -hmm. thinking, "You know what? No, there's probably not room for both of us." Uh, Now, this could be personal in her defense. It could absolutely be a personal thing. Could be family related. Could be totally not related to any of this. It seems like it is, but. You never know until she were to publicly say so. And even then, you're not really sure how much she wants to reveal. But it is a big it is a big thing. And uh, especially if he gains more creative power through all of this. And there's a lot of things that maybe she and Triple H had on the go that now Vince McMahon is going to come in and squash. And who knows what's going to happen there? Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting. What about the sale stuff? Like. I didn't yeah. know. I thought this might have been kind of like, a, okay, well, Vince McMahon is using this as a way to get in. Like, he's just mm-hmm. he wants to get his foot back in the door. And he's saying, oh, if, if it's going to happen and we're going to sell or we're going to do these media rights, I got to be there. But I didn't really know if that was legit. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, ah, maybe this isn't happening. And then all those rumors dropped uh, last night and today's Wednesday, so Tuesday evening, that this sale was close to happening, if not already done. And I was like, whoa, okay, this is something else. And then mm-hmm. when the whole... You know, Saudi investment fund thing came in. I was like, "Oh boy, this is really something else." So I don't know what to make of this. Do you? Do you think that this is legitimately there? That there is a group out of the Saudi, um, you know, party there that wants to to buy this thing? Are they just putting out? Are they letting the news leak out there so that other buyers will go, "Oh, oh, oh if we want to get in on this, we better get in on this." Mm. Um, is it you know, just somebody jumped the gun and said, well, let's just start a rumor. And then that rumor just exploded. Mm-hmm. Like, what What are you making of this? Like, what What do you think is really going? I just can't see a situation. It's one thing to do shows in Saudi and to have pay-per-views there. Right. You try to work with the government and, and you take step forward and do those things. And you get in criticism all the way through as you do it. But it's another thing to just sell the company to them. And yeah. then know, hey, what's going to happen here? Like, what happens with, Guys like Sami Zayn, what happens with the women's division? What mm-hmm. happens with a CEO like Stephanie McMahon? Are they going to want her in charge of anything? Like, you have no idea what downfall, and you have no idea what it's going to do to the media negotiations, what it might do to other partners who are maybe not so keen. Like, we've seen it with Live Golf and the PGA Tour, right? Live mm-hmm. Golf's got this huge reputation because they're backed by the Saudi government. The people are not real fond of this thing. Like, so there's a lot going on here that you would have to digest if you were willing to sell your company. Uh, to a buyer like that. So, mm. what are you, what are you making of all this? Is a rumor that got out of hand, or is there something to this? Mm. Do you think? Well, so yeah, so it's, we know that there's a relationship, an existing relationship between uh, WWE and the Saudi yes. uh, government, obviously. 
um yeah and the saudi public investment um like you know this you know the the sort of shell company that the saudi government uses to buy up uh you know other companies and they're involved um, in a lot of stuff by the way like they right, have stock yeah. at nintendo and disney like all sorts of stuff they yeah buy a lot which, of stuff yeah which is uh you know we we could spend a whole podcast talking about how problematic and um you know sort of dangerous that is to allow a a state any state let alone a sort of authoritarian uh regime uh to to just you know have its fingers in in as many pies as this as the saudi government does um so yeah they, like also newcastle united football club the the english premier league club they they also recently purchased that a couple of seasons ago um and that caused a big controversy huge controversy and then you you get the pushback, right? You get all the you know with all the people complain sort of uh, talking about the negative implications and how dangerous it is to allow uh, takeovers like this to happen. You get the you get, for example, there were there was a large contingent of Newcastle United football fan football club fans who were taught some you know a lot of them were torn because you're, they're excited that their football club finally had a big cash injection and uh could pretend now compete with the, with the likes of man city and and uh and man united and chelsea etc um but then you have the people that aren't conflicted and are just straight up happy that their club's got a bunch of money and they don't really care where it's coming from because you know there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism um but yeah so this is uh, you know it's a sports watching thing to there's uh talks of saudi arabia bidding for the 2030 world cup um there's a lot of uh, yeah a lot a lot of this this stuff is going on so i wouldn't be shocked at all to either for it, for wwe to be sold to to saudi arabia or for their to, or, or if it doesn't go through if the rumors ended up being true that they were looking to buy wwe if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, I I would imagine, I don't imagine they would do anything drastic. Um, I think they they would want, they know what the, how, what it is that 
how they they know how the product succeeds and i think in the case of like newcastle united for example you know they still have a newcastle united still has a women's uh team um and i think for the most part all they've done is just kind of uh let let the people who were there running it continue to run it and just his and just put some more money into it and mm-hmm. reap any sort of financial um profits down the road uh so yeah i imagine they i, I don't imagine anything there'd be any sort of drastic like i don't think that they would cut the women's division sammy zane i believe that he's a very sammy zane's a very very principled person um and if if this takeover were to occur i would would expect him to to uh you know see out his contract or ask for for his release um and he would be what you know well within his rights and and morally uh right to do so that doesn't mean that anyone who doesn't do that is is you know um being morally impure it's a tough it's a very very tough situation to be in um i you know i probably wouldn't quit uh if i you know regardless of who was owning i you know it's it's not it's really not that simple to just sort of quit your job just because you take issue or you're morally opposed to the behavior of the you know whoever owns the the company that you work for um but yeah i think there is some truth to this to get to get back to the the meat of the matter i think there is some truth to this i i i personally think that this this i personally think that this is going to go through um within the next couple of weeks uh the similar thing i keep mentioning newcastle but this it's very similar to what happened there where there was a rumor and that just it kind of went it died down for a little bit and then eventually it happened um and i don't know if you saw Meltzer. dave Meltzer was tweeting about the ufc thing um did you see that, Jim? No, not specifically related to this. No. Well, he was sort of comparing it to the UFC sale, um, which I actually didn't really know that much about. Um, but yeah, uh, he's comparing the sort of denial of any um, talks with what happened with UFC, and I think he, mm. he, I think his belief is that this will still ultimately happen, but um, it's not as close to happening as initial reports seem to suggest that it was. But you also got a lot of people, you know, the couple of people that were reporting on it were just kind of, they were, it was a lot of like, if these rumors are true, wow, something big is happening without actually saying anything, which is also right. the most annoying kind of thing. Um, you know, report it or don't. You like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you there know? were a lot of people piggybacking on the interest level from people yeah. as to what might be going on. And yeah. they were just playing general, you know, tweet games and whatever. And keep in mind too that even if, even if this does go through, it's not like all shows are going to be taking place from Saudi now. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, They're going to yeah. continue to do what they do, which is run through different states and provinces and different countries and, and do their show. And you work with the formula that has always worked. It's just whether or not a lot of the people who work now for WWE would still want to work for WWE if run by the, the, the Saudi investment fund. And that's that's a whole different you know, conversation that would happen. Mm-hmm. And some people like you talk about Sami Zayn, there's more to it than just the idea of, I don't really want to, there's a whole cultural thing going on there. Uh, that he's going to consider when he makes that decision. Right. And there mm-hmm. are people who just wouldn't want to go to Saudi if they did one or two more or three more shows there every year, which mm-hmm. is probably what they would do if owned mm-hmm. by them. So mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, how much does this really affect everybody? And then how many people are super principled about this and how many people, whatever, but, yeah, it's really hard to know uh, whether or not this is really what's happening. If Vince McMahon is just kind of coming in and saying, okay, let's just get this thing done. 
Uh, there's a lot of hoops to jump through. And whenever you have a billion dollar uh, you know, purchase happening or multi-billion dollar purchase happening. So this stuff takes time. I mean, there, there are so many levels of this when it comes to like the TV rights deals and the live events and the merchandising and the, those agreements and partnerships that have, it's not just a simple, yeah, we'll come in and just here's some money, right? Like you, you have to yeah. dot those I's and cross those T's and that takes time. And mm-hmm. everybody, all the shareholders have to be, you know, especially if the company's going to go private after this, which is, mm what the sounds like is going to be happening here. Whoever buys this is probably going to take it private again, mm-hmm. which now all these shareholders and there's however many of them um, have to be, you know, leveled out at some point. So it's, it's going to take time for this to happen, no matter who buys it. Um, would I hope that it's somebody like Disney or NBC? Yes, because they have a ton of TV platforms. They have a ton of streaming services. They have a ton of ways to consume more content and you know cool things that could come out of that mm-hmm. uh whether it's theme park ideas or animated movies or whatever the thing because basically wwe is but it's like a live character creation machine mm-hmm. and there's so many gimmicks and characters that come out of this product that they're perfect for each other right yeah does yeah. disney want it like like the saudi investment fund might want it i don't know and if God, who knows how much money they got? Like it's just a, it's a lot, right? So maybe there's some overpayment going on here if this finally goes through that way. I don't know, but it'll be interesting. What do you make of the whole talk that Vince McMahon is already being sued for the way that he came back to WWE? There's a shareholder uh, out of Delaware County who is now suing Vince McMahon for the way that he leveraged himself to get back on the executive board here and bring what he calls his two cronies with him uh, and ousted three other people. And it's illegal in Delaware to do business that way. And right. would like for that to be, you know, sort of squashed and overruled and him, them to pay his legal costs and things like, like he's suing Vince McMahon mm. to me on the surface. It sounds like wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, can't imagine that anything happens here. I suppose it's a class action lawsuit where I guess if everybody got in here and it was overturned, he could lose his <laughs> seat. I don't know, but I don't see that happening to you. No, it seems like we see this sort of litigation in business stuff all the time. It's normally just uh, kind of a Hail Mary, I guess, Um, or kind of just trying to send a message. Um, Yeah, I would be surprised if anything actually came from this. It might even just get tossed out. Uh, But yeah, it's certainly uh, an interesting development, that's for sure. Well, you have to think the person who's doing this has to know that man is not scared of this person. Like, he could care less. How many times has this guy been sued in his life? Right, this like, is it. Well, like we said earlier, you know, he's beat. Once you beat the U.S. government, you know, what else have you got to do? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. certainly not. He's not shaking in his boots at no. you know one single lawsuit that a law firm is happy to take on because they're getting paid to take it on. Like it's not. Yeah, it's certainly not something that I think anybody's too worried about. It's made front page news because of all the rumors and speculation regarding a sale and Vince McMahon coming back and all of this happening so fast. Like. That's the thing that really gets me is this has all happened. It feels like it's been days, but it's been like two. It's been like 48 hours since yeah. all this really sort of came down and then came together. And Stephanie's gone and Vince is back in. And we don't know what's happening with Triple H. We assume he's staying, but we don't know that for sure. There's no real announcements on this. Nick Khan's now the CEO. There's talks. Like, all this has happened within a matter of hours. So it's not like we're having a lot of time to really digest what's going on here. It's just coming fast and furious. Do you think there's going to be a calm down now? Like, now that he's back, now that he's on the board, now that these rumors of a sale, like, has, is it going to settle a little? Or do you think this is going to stay, like, fast and furious and heavy for the ne- next week or two? 
Yeah, I think this, I think it will die down a little bit. I think there'll still be rumblings popping up every now and then. But yeah, I think we might, it's going to cool off a little bit and then probably spring back up. But yeah, like I said, I'm pretty convinced that something's going down. Um, We're just waiting for that big news drop, you know. Well, this is another thing about last night's situation. Last night being um, Tuesday the 10th, uh, as we record. Uh, yeah, it was kind of people were just kept reporting on on stuff being people were acting like there were there was an announcement imminent, but this it was at like midnight, so it's not exactly they're not going to like make an announcement about a takeover at one in the morning Eastern time. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was that too. Yeah. No, it it really just sort of gained steam, and that's how you sort of don't know. And people were taking advantage of the speculation and the whispers, and others were holding back and saying, yes, we've heard some stuff, but we can't confirm anything. So we're not going to confirm anything. And now there's this whole social media war between some very popular accounts saying, look, this is why we don't tweet stuff when we don't know anything. And others going, oh, well, you think you're better than ever. It's become this very interesting soap opera uh, between a bunch of different accounts and media outlets and and those taking different approaches to report on this stuff. Mm. But what we know right now for anybody listening to this is that the Saudi rumor deal is not official it has not gone through the WWE has not been sold to the Saudi investment fund we do not know if that is going to happen at some point it certainly could but uh and it would be probably logical to assume they'd be an interested buyer but we don't know if this is even remotely close to happening there's a lot that has to go on here all we do know right now is Vince McMahon is officially back in mm-hmm. he's got some people with him Stephanie McMahon is officially out we do not know what uh, Triple H is going to do, but we assume he's going to stay where he's at for now. And then we'll see. But yeah, we're going to be reporting and covering and trying to figure out what happens as we hear news in regards to any sale talk and what the Mm. talent are thinking. And that's probably where we should go next. What do you think the talent is going to do? Like we've, we've heard a lot of things about like Jay White leaving new Japan and coming over to North America. And he's going to choose between WWE and AEW. Do you assume that this news changes someone like Jay White's perspective on what he should do. Cause this, the talk here is that talent are now worried again, right? Yeah. If, if the band is coming in and maybe the WWE is being sold that a lot of budget cuts are going to be back on the table again. And triple H has just brought a bunch of people back and everybody was just getting comfortable with the fact, okay, now it's being run by him and we all have this security, which now everybody's wondering about again. Mm. So if you're a guy like Jay White, or if you're yeah. somebody else thinking about coming in, do you rethink this and go, well, how, how confident can I possibly be that this is going to last? Yeah. It depends how morally principled you are, I guess with Jay White, I'm not specifically sure. Um, But like, I think money, you know, money never sleeps, man. I think a lot of people, and I don't, you know, I can't, I don't really blame people for this, but if the money is right, I think people will stick, will stay. And I think people will continue to, to join if the money is good enough, which I'm sure it will be. Right. Um, I I don't know if there's any soccer players who have, you know, refused to sign for Newcastle United uh, because of because of their owners, uh, and I and I don't expect that there will be many wrestlers. I think there'll be some. I think I think you know there's there are a lot of um, uh, socially and and politically progressive uh, pro pro wrestlers. Certainly, there's a lot more uh, pro, you know politically progressive sort of left leaning wrestlers these days than there there have been historically um i but yeah ultimately i think if the money's good people are going to do what they can what gonna do whatever they can to provide for their families and you know you can 
protest it in other ways you can you know there's you know people can displeasure at certain certain elements uh and and but continue to take that that money that that saudi blood money i'll I'll tell you what i would be doing if i was a free agent right now if i was a jay white if i was a mercedes monet or i was somebody else that was going between the two companies whether it's Mm -hmm. you know um matt cardona or whomever and -hmm. looking at both companies okay well i gotta make a decision what am i gonna do i'm certainly asking for some kind of uh buyout guarantee option with wwe like if Mm -hmm. i'm saying okay yeah, I'm coming in. I'm happy to do this, but if you turn around and fire me in a month, I need some sort of okay, you're gone firing package, right? Yeah, like for sure. don't just I'm not choosing you over AEW and then wishing, you know, in a month when you let me go and now my the ship has sailed in AEW mm-hmm. that I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. Right? Yeah. So that might be the one thing that I would look at and go, "Okay, fine, you know what? You want to give me this money and it's not secure, well, you're going to give me something if you fire me in a month or you fire yeah. me in 3 months." That might be mm-hmm. the one thing that I would be like, "Okay, that will even out the playing field again. Like I still think a lot of people are going to lean towards WWE because WWE is WWE, but mm-hmm. there's going to be some people that look at AEW now and go, I mean, even Tony Khan who proves over and over again, how much of a child he is. He goes on social media and says, well, boy, the talent sure is being nice to me today. Right. When yeah. he hears about the Vince McMahon. News. I mean, like, did you really need to do that? Like, I get that might be what you're thinking in your head. It's like, Oh, a bunch of people now worried, but that just sends a terrible message to people. One that you're, thinking about your roster that way too, mm. that they're willing to suck up to you in that way, even if it is or isn't true. I don't know if it was even remotely accurate and if he was just having fun with it, but yeah. like, it just seemed like unnecessary to send that tweet out there. Right. Well, it's like I, I've said before on this podcast, man, billionaires, yeah, they have brain worms. He, <laughs> you know, he's a billionaire. He's a millennial. He's a, you know, he's a, a wrestling nerd, a wrestling fan. Uh, you know, bless him. He's having a good week. I'll give him that. He's having a good week with all of his sports teams and everything that's going on in his world and the buzz around AEW this week. He's having a good week. But Mm -hmm. that might be the time that you say to yourself, maybe I'll just stay quiet. Like, let's ride this positivity. We'll just stay hush-hush and we'll let the product speak for itself instead of me going out there and opening my mouth again and and doing that. But he's probably not wrong. There's probably people in AEW who were now thinking about WWE under Triple H going, I wonder... And now they're going, okay, what's going on over there? Maybe yeah. not. Like, there's probably some of that happening too. So accurate or not, sometimes the best thing to do is just sort of keep quiet. But Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, you know what? Let's cut her off there. Let's let you uh, get yourself organized. Get yourself over to AEW Dynamite. Hopefully it's a wicked show. I'm going to be covering it tonight for the Sporster and uh, writing the winners and losers tonight on the website. So uh, I'm looking forward to the show as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm taking off for a few days, so we won't get a chance to chat again until I'm back. But uh, we'll definitely get together next week. We'll do another episode. Hopefully, it'll have some big development tonight on AEW. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right, Norman, thank you very much. For everybody else, it's been another edition of the Sports Show, brought to you by thesportshow.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.